appreciate that song, and uh, I was just thinking this, I, I, I didn't think that this could be the day you're asked to preach during the first song of the meeting and uh, have three minutes to prepare, uh, but uh, no, but uh, this is the day, here I am, and, uh, but uh, no, I, I actually, I, I kind of had a suspicion, and so I am more prepared uh, then you might think, uh, Brother Tim, it's not unusual that he will text me when he's somewhere and say, hey, uh, just pray for the meeting and, and uh, pray that God would do a work and everything. And he texts me this morning, pray that God would give me wisdom. Um, uh, Brother uh, uh, Dwight's plane is missed. So I said, Lord, gave, he, Lord, give him wisdom and give me wisdom because I have the suspicion I might be asked to do something uh, this evening. And uh, we won't take long tonight. Well, that's actually, I shouldn't say that, but uh, we'll keep within the time limit here. The Bible says in Matthew 26, if you have your Bible, if you turn to Matthew 26, this is a men's meeting, but we're just going to take a few moments and we're going to learn something from a woman in Matthew 26. In Matthew 26, in verse 6, it says, Now when Jesus was in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster vox, a very precious ointment, and poured it on his head as he sat at meat. When the disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying to, What purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work upon me. For ye have the poor always with you, but me ye have not always. For in that she hath poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this, that this woman hath done, be told for a memorial of her. I want to take just a moment, and let's think about this. I want to talk to you about just about true worship and about the priority of worship, the priority of worshiping our Savior, Jesus Christ. You see here in this story, this, this woman uh, there, as, as they're gathered in, in the house and, and, and all these things are going on, they're having a, a meal and so forth, that this woman takes this, this precious ointment and she she breaks this, this ointment open and she pours it on, the, on, on our Savior, Jesus Christ. And she, she worships Jesus. She lavishes worship on our Savior, Jesus. And you see here that the, uh, the disciples here, it says, that they, they, they looked on and, and they, they kind of saw this. There was indignation. And that's more than just getting angry or thinking it's ridiculous. I mean, they... There, there was extreme anger at what this woman was doing. And they said, this was a waste. It could have been, you could, we could have took that and sold and given it to the poor. Now, uh, you know, it, when, you, when you take uh, the different accounts together and the Gospels and so forth, and, and what, I, what I hear it says that all the disciples, and in John it says, you know, there was, there was Judas who said it. And I think Judas kind of spread the rumor and got everyone worked up. And they said, what a waste. And of course, Judas wanted it because he wanted the money. But they said, what a waste. And I want to challenge you with this tonight, that understand that, that the world, the lost, they will never understand our worship of the Savior. 
They just won't. If, if you're lost tonight and you're sitting in here and we're, we're singing about the cross, we're singing about the blood, and people are saying, amen, praise the Lord, you're thinking, what is going on? These people are crazy. Some might even look on in scorn. What are they doing? And they, they will never understand your, your worship of the Savior. But don't let that stop you. Don't let that, the world won't understand. Don't let that stop you. I uh, have the privilege when they're in session, I have the privilege of going to the Capitol every week. And some say, whoa, here in Sacramento? Yes. And it is a privilege. <laughs> and I go down there every week and we try to be a witness and salt and light and things. And, and there have been times we'll pray, I'll pray and, and do things. And, and, and you know what? The, most of those legislators down there, they, they look with scorn. They don't understand it. But I don't care. Because that's my Savior. And then there, there might even be other Christians who look down on worship. And you might lift a hand or you might shout amen. You might come to the altar and pray and weep. And, and you might sing out to the Savior, be a little off key, but you don't care. You might sacrifice and give something of value, precious, and, and give it to the Lord. And, and, and other Christians might mock and the world might scorn. But that should not matter to us. Should not matter to us. When I see this, this woman's worship, I see that, that, that Jesus was the priority of her worship. It was about Jesus. Could you imagine? She's, she's in, this, in this room. I don't know how it was set up, but there's Jesus and there's all these people around. And she, what is she? She's, I can just imagine over there just waiting for the moment. Just waiting for that moment when Jesus was available, when maybe he stopped having a conversation. Maybe he, he was talking with some of the disciples and, and, and greeting somebody. And in that moment, he was just kind of there. She, she just made a beeline for Jesus. And she breaks open that ointment and, and she pours it on her head. And, and guess what? She, I, she didn't, I, I don't think she cared what anyone else thought in that room. I don't think she was worried about it. She was worried about, she was focused on Jesus. When, when she had done this, she was, she was doing this by faith, by the way, and, and she had this, and she was ready, and, and she had saved, she had got this precious thing, and she wanted to put it on her Savior, and so she was just waiting for that moment, and when that moment came, there she was. And all these guys looking around and scorn, I don't think she noticed all of that. Why? She was too busy looking at Jesus. She was too busy worshiping Jesus. She was too busy there at her Savior's feet pouring out this, this ointment. Can we get to the place where Jesus is our priority in worship? Where we wake up in the morning, we say, I got to get to Jesus' feet. I got to get to his feet. I, 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 I got to get in my Bible. I got to get on my face. I got to pray. I got I to get to Jesus' feet. Is, is that a priority in our lives? Can we get to the place where we, where we come to church and we're not worried about uh, the guy next to us or this or that, but that oh, I, I'm here to worship Jesus. I'm going to sing to Jesus. I'm going to make a joyful noise to him. I, uh, I'm going to respond to Jesus. I, I don't care if I'm convicted in the middle of the sermon. I'm going to run down that aisle and I'm going to lift a hand and I'm going to say, thank you, Jesus. Can we get to the place where Jesus is the priority in our worship? We're not worried about everything that's going around, on around us during the preaching or during the singing. All we're concerned with is our Savior, Jesus Christ. 
Can we get to Jesus? When I think about this worship, it was, Jesus was the priority and it was expressive. I mean, she, it was an open public display of her love for the Savior. She wasn't embarrassed. This was Jesus. She wanted to be at his feet. She wanted to give this to Jesus. She wasn't embarrassed. I, 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 just, I look throughout scripture and I see so many places where, where the worship of our Savior, it's, it's, it, it's, it's expressive. I mean, I think in Psalm, it said, oh, clap your hands, all you people. And in Hebrews, let us therefore offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving praise to his name. Lift your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. I think of in uh, Nehemiah and Ezra as they, they, they held a, a worship service that the people, what did they do? In their, did they just stand there? No, no, they said amen and amen. And they lifted their hands to heaven with their heads bowed and they worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. In Psalms, we are told to sing with thanksgiving. We're told to make a joyful noise. We're told in Psalm 95, oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord God our Oh, we don't need to be ashamed when we worship our Savior. Tonight, as you respond, don't be ashamed to come and kneel at the altar. Don't be ashamed to lift a hand to the Lord. Don't be ashamed to weep before Jesus. Don't be ashamed to say amen, hallelujah, glory to God. It's Jesus. Worship Jesus. This worship was humble. She was not concerned about about. Uh, 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 accolade. She was not concerned about what others were doing around her. She humbled herself at Jesus' feet. And she worshiped her Savior. She, she wiped his feet with her hair. She worshiped Jesus. She wasn't too proud. I'd never do that. I remember one time when I was in college, someone was they were weeping and they were crying out in prayer. And I remember looking at that and I said, I, I'd never act like that. Years later, I found out I'm the one who's wrong. That, 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 that guy was being sincere and pouring his heart out before God. And he didn't care what I thought. And I had to repent of that and say, Lord, forgive me for that attitude of pride in my life. I think of this woman's worship, it was lavish. The disciples said, well, we could have gave this to the poor. Jesus said, you have the poor always, but not me. Not me. There is no waste when you worship Jesus. When you come before him, when you spend time in the morning praying, reading, singing, I hope that you'll get to the place in your life where you can, you can, you can wake up in the morning and you could, you could pray and sing a song to the Lord out loud and lift a hand and worship the Savior and not care what anyone thinks. That's not a waste, by the way. You run down to this altar, you give, you give the sacrifice of praise, you pray. No worship of Jesus is a waste. Worship Jesus. It was lavish. It was a sacrifice. And I think about this as we conclude. It was an act of faith. Why did she do it? Well, in verse 12, Jesus says why she did it. For in that she hath poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. 
There's a room full of people, and there's a room full of these disciples that had gone, uh, that, that had been with Jesus these, all these years, and, and Jesus had been saying, I'm going to die, and I'm going to rise again. I'm going to go to the cross. I'm going to give my life for the sheep. And that message just went, whew. But there was a woman. A woman who wanted to worship her Savior, and she knew he's going to die. And this is my chance to worship the Savior. We worship the Savior by faith. We look back on it now. Do you believe that Jesus died for you on the cross? Do you believe that he rose again? Well, then why don't you worship him? He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. Run to his feet. Why don't we run to his feet and worship him? Why does it take six songs of the invitation to get us to move? We probably should move before the invitation. Why? Because we have a Savior who died for us who gave his life on the cross of Calvary. And by faith, I believe that. And so I should fall down and worship and say, thank you, Lord. There is no sacrifice too great. We worship Jesus by faith. And I think about this story, this Jesus was pleased. We might look at it and say, this one, the, the audacity of this woman, but Jesus said, you know what, guys? From now on, wherever the gospel's preached, there's going to be a record of this, what this woman did. Jesus is pleased. You understand tonight, when you respond to Jesus, when you sing out, when you lift a hand, when you shed a tear, when you say, hey, man, not worried about what anyone else thinks. You know, by the way, we're gathered here in Jesus' name. Not in the name of the guy next to us. Not in the name of this person or that person. Not in the name of this preacher or that. It's in the name of Jesus. Respond to Jesus. Fall down at his feet. Worship him. Worship your Savior. And oh, Jesus is pleased. Like when you get up in the morning, you, you say, I know my alarm went off and I did not want to get up. I said, oh, I, said, I got a lot to do today. I got to go to this two-minute warning thing and I got a lot to do before it. And I, but I understood I need to worship Jesus. You know, that's never a waste. It's never a waste. You never wasted your time worshiping Jesus. You never wasted your time here at the altar. You never wasted your time when you sang out to him, when you lifted a hand, when you cried, when you praised. Worship Jesus. I just think I'll close with this illustration. The other day I was, was actually, I was at my in-law's house in, in Lancaster and I was there for a few days, and and uh, I was uh, there, and I just I was most of the people had gone somewhere, and I forget, but I was in that upstairs room where we were staying, and and uh, just that day, two prayers that I've been praying for several years now were answered. They were answered, and the, and I had heard that they were answered earlier in the day, but I was I was somewhere, and, and anyway, and then all of a sudden it just hit me. And I couldn't help but fall down on my knees and lift a hand and say, thank you, Jesus. I've been praying for two years for both of these things. And you heard my prayer. I love you, Lord. 
And it wasn't the most beautiful song ever, but I sang to my Lord. And I worshiped him. You know what? It's not a waste. Jesus is worthy. Make worship of Jesus a priority in your life. Dear Lord, we thank you for the great sacrifice that you gave for us on the cross of Calvary. And may we be men unashamed to worship our Savior. May we by faith lavish praise and worship on you, dear Father. Not caring what the world thinks or what they have to say, but looking to our Savior.